Kia ora Welcome to HR Chats with me, Teradar, where I chat all things HR and HR related. It's an ongoing series of podcast chats, if you have caught up with many of the other episodes. Welcome back. If you're new to this, feel free to enjoy this and then go and catch up with the other excellent episodes. Today, we're talking Kogo. I'm joined by Benji and Renee. Benji is the New Zealand Market Manager and Renee is the, what are you, Renee? Office and HR manager for New Zealand. How did you get involved in this? Do you want to set us up for people who are thinking, what is Kogo? What is Kogo? I can kick off. So Kogo stands for Connecting Good. Uh, Our purpose is really to empower Kiwis and uh, um, British and the British, and we're soon to um, enter um, Australia to, to have a positive impact on people and planet. So that, that's, our, that's our purpose. And we have uh, an app that connects with open banking, connects with your, um, your bank transactions to provide a real-time carbon footprint and really um, guide, guide consumers on how to be more sustainable. Uh, I think that's, that's the short of it. Mm, yeah, absolutely. We're sort of hoping it becomes a Google for good business kind of something our partnerships league always says, which I love. <laughs> So is it something that is aimed towards individuals, corporates? You know, we're, we're talking today around that sense of incorporating sustainability into HR. Can a, a corporate incorporate this and put it into their systems and track themselves in real time? It, it, more uh, employees. So corporates would um, partner with us. They would promote, could promote COGO to their employees. Um, to enable them to live a more sustainable life and understand their carbon footprint, what makes up their carbon footprint and and, and how they can can reduce it. Uh, And that is because, you know, broadly, when we look at, um, you know, corporates and the efforts they're doing to reduce their carbon footprint or their impact um, on the environment, their impact is so much larger when they actually start nudging their employees to, 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 to care. Um, you know, by 100 times the, you know, the impact, um, well, their employees have 10 or 100 times, hundreds of times the impact as actually the, you know, the, the operations of the company itself. So really it's by empowering employees that, that corporates can actually maximise their positive impact. Great. Where'd the idea come from? Who started it? It would be Ben, our CEO, CEO and founder. Tell Ben's story if you like. Yeah, he's so, so um, Ben, you know, has always been incredibly purpose led. He worked at Treasury um, for, for many years on the emissions trading scheme, um, on you know carbon footprinting uh, on, on a global global level. And I think he felt that consumers um, should be leading this this movement. It shouldn't be all, all on governments, and that's where the power. Um, would be as much as governments can legislate and you know create regulations to, to push businesses in the, in the right direction. Really, it was going to be um, consumer-led this this drive for a lower carbon lower carbon economy. Marvelous. Now people will be looking at this and thinking, fantastic. That's that's something I can do. But are you you know what are you doing there at Kogo to 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 walk the talk, to be the leaders in that within your own particular organization? Because often, you know, you may find an organization who thinks this is great, and and then, but how can I emulate? You know, what is what is best practice within an organization such as yourselves? 
Yeah, absolutely. So obviously at Kogo, we are trying to help people in the planet, but we also have our own people at the heart of everything we do. Um, and so obviously we're trying to create a sustainable business as well, which doesn't only mean that we have oat milk, um, <laughs> you know, and um, things like that. It also means that we try and create um, a great culture and a great environment for people to work in so that our business remains sustainable and, you know, sticks around. So I suppose that would start with the hiring process. Now, that doesn't mean that anyone that works for us um, needs to be completely vegan, drive an EV. Obviously, those are wonderful steps that are going to um, help to reduce your carbon footprint. But it's more about the general sort of ethos, I suppose, that um, our employees all have, that we're all really driven um, to do good work, to do work that helps people in the planet, essentially. So in our hiring process, we'll always ask, I suppose, a value alignment question in the in the interview just to check that that sort of general life ethos is, is the same yeah i guess no different from many companies looking you know to find people who've got the values that align with whatever they may be from you know unbridled and rampant uh sort of capitalistic gain through to hey i think i think we can do something a little bit better uh what what we've, we've talked a lot in the last sort of 12 months around purpose you know when, when people come to you in the interview what are they asking you Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> what are they asking us? They often ask, in the interviews I've been involved in, they often ask about the culture um, that we have, the internal culture. And um, I feel quite proud to say I think we're, uh, we already have and are continuing to build a really, a really great culture. Um, what are some of the questions you get asked? In uh, I definitely, it's around, it's around our, our purpose and how strong does that purpose come through and in, in in, in our, I guess, everyday office lives or, or, or company lives? Is it, is it is revenue actually gonna trump everything or is purpose going to trump everything? Um, great question and it, it's, always, it's always purpose, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah. Which, you know, can be challenging when you've come from other companies where it's been, you know, revenue, revenue focused. The other question I get is also about how, 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 how do we live our values or, or, or our purpose internally? And, and, it's, and it comes from a, dare I say, a place of anxiety. Do I have to show up in, a, in an EV? Do I have to bike to work? Do I have to everything I eat go vegan? And, and going back to you know, what Renee talked about, our ethos, everyone's on their own journey. So yes, we need to be values aligned, but not everyone in the office is vegan. We obviously, you know, if you have you know, one vegan meal a, a week, fantastic. If you bike to work, fantastic. If you need to use the, use the car, um, you know, a, a day a week forward, you know, pick up your kids, you know, that, that's fine. So I think it, it's also an understanding that we're all in our own journey and we're all trying to do good, but in our, in our own, in our own way and at our own pace. Because yeah, that's, you know, that is the thing, you know, sometimes people are obsessed with this sort of almost the fundamentalism of it rather than, rather than the sort of incremental changes, you know, um, you can you can enjoy vegan and vegetarian food without necessarily classifying yourself and you you'd probably see um you know a, a lot more flexitarians and various people and people who might say look I, I want to bike to work uh you know but I, I I'd like to do it on a sunny day uh you're in Wellington uh <laughs> probably not um there are some days where, where where that's not possible hey tell me because I, I am curious around that that's that sort of sense of you know what you as a company do to allow people to do this kind of thing because not all of these things are easy um biking to work for example great and I know a lot of guys who bike to work I know a lot of women who say you'd like to be great to bike to work but then you know I've got a 
freshen up and change and you know what sort of things do you do in the office or as a company that allows people to sort of live the change yep absolutely we've got a lot of policies to, to support um people on their journey i suppose so um one that you've just alluded to there is we have a bike to work scheme um so basically what that means is we make sure that we provide bike storage and shower facilities so that the women who need to freshen up can do so and the men <laughs> Um, and, you know, for example, when we were looking for an office space last year, I discounted um, the offices that didn't have those facilities straight away because it wouldn't have been in line with that sort of bike to work scheme. We have a couple of other really cool policies, um, probably the most unique of which would be the um, sustainable travel policy. So what that means is that our employees are entitled to another day off if they choose a more sustainable way to travel home. So um, instead of taking a um, one hour, very convenient flight up to Auckland, uh, if they take a seven hour bus, then uh, we yeah, give them another day off for their, for their efforts in reducing the carbon footprint of that travel. So that's, that's a, really, a really nice one and I think probably quite unique. Um, we also have um, a uh, salary swap. I used to be called salary sacrifice, but <laughs> we decided we didn't like the word sacrifice. A salary swap um, scheme where um, our employees can purchase an e-bike um, and then we purchase it basically on their behalf and then they can incrementally pay it off so that it's not such a, a lump sum all at once. So yeah, things like that. Um, even it goes down to things like, obviously as an office, we have to um, try and live those values and things like we have Kaicycle buckets downstairs and I personally can't compost at home because I live in an apartment building so I bring my compost to work. Um, we always make sure that at events we offer vegan and vegetarian options and are supporting local um, sustainable brands. Uh, all of our office equipment as well um, as much as possible is secondhand. So when we moved into this fabulous new office space that we have we um, made sure that all of our desks, all of our chairs were all um, secondhand. So that's obviously reduced the impact of us moving as well. So yeah, lots of different bits and pieces that yeah. we do. And language is important. You know, you talked about that salary sacrifice. That is a, that's a harsh kind of word. And actually yeah, the way right. that we, we, we change language, you know, uh, even I'm just thinking about, you know, rather than your secondhand furniture, it's all vintage. <laughs> repurposed recycled again you know because it, it, it it's that sense of, of inclusivity and bringing people in um do you find other other businesses react do, do they look to this and think oh actually that's a good idea you know when people are out and about talking about where they work and how they work and allowing that to filter through into change as well Definitely. I'm always talking about it. You know, my barbecue chat, obviously I don't always talk about work outside of work, but um, yeah, I'm very proud to um, advocate for the kind of policies that we have, because I think at the end of the day, they're looking after people and without people, you don't have a company. So um, yeah, I find people react really positively to it. Do you, Vinji? Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, it's quite often, you know, we, we, we meet all these values aligned businesses and they want to do good, mm. you know, even in, in the very large corporates, uh, but just don't know how. So it's, you know, knowing the impact and the, the small actions that, that you can make, that's what they're so curious about. You know, if, if they you know, ask us about our secondhand furniture, it's, you know, did you know, it would that probably actually save us this amount of carbon. It was quite a, a small sacrifice. It was a very, you know, yeah, a small swap um, mm. to, to make, and yet it does have a, a great impact. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, uh, you know, and, and people are looking for those impacts. I, I've been on the app, and it was interesting, just the range of things, you know, we're, we're not only talking around that carbon footprint, we're talking about, uh, I guess, sort of ethically sourced living wage, or all, all of those other little touchstones that are there to remind people that there, there are more things that you can do uh, within within the, the realm of making the place better. I see you, you know, you've uh, you've joined uh, Diversity Works NZ, um, Carbon Zero. I think uh, you're, you're B Corp as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we certainly right. are. Well, that's a really important journey for us, the um, diversity and inclusion journey, because we um, only a year ago were probably like nine to ten employees, and now in New Zealand we're hiring at the moment actually, but we're sort of up around the low twenties, and then over in the UK we're growing as well. So as we grow, we're also aware that um, we're on a journey as a company as well, and so we're. Um, yeah, we've engaged with Diversity Works New Zealand, obviously HRNZ as well, just so that we can empower ourselves to do the best we can for our people and, and uh, the longevity of our business, I guess. But, you know, look, we are in a, in a tight labour market here. And so people really are, you know, it's reminiscent almost of the 60s where people could seemingly walk out of one job and into another one. And you're, you're looking for staff. What's the HR benefit of all of this? Or, or how does HR change the people who then come to work there, you know, they're on the journey that you've, you've aligned their values. What else happens within that kind of HR sphere? I suppose we just want people to have the best sort of people experience they can when they come on board with us. So that's in the whole employee life cycle. Um, And again, we are on our own journey um, with that, but that would be, you know, starting with the, um, application process, the interview process, the onboarding process, and then uh, their induction into the company. We want them to feel like they're supported the whole way through and that what we speak about in the interview, that sort of dream that we sell, is actually also the reality. It's not just sort of um, you know, something that we say to get people in the door. It actually, we do live those values throughout the whole employee life cycle. And yeah, as I mentioned, we're on a journey ourselves, but um, that is absolutely the the intent with everything that we do. Look, because I tell you what, you'd, you'd be very quickly exposed uh, if you weren't. If people think, oh gosh, you know, there's going to be people listening to this and think, gosh, this sounds, this sounds pretty good. Um, to support other businesses, other HR leaders, uh, what sort of resources do you have for them? Yeah, probably the, the most obvious is what we've nicknamed Kogo Workplace, which is. Uh, a corporate taking on the Kogo app, promoting it to, to their employees. Uh, we can customize the onboarding. So the, when an employee joins Kogo, uh, the, their company tells their story of why they're supporting Kogo and, and what the employee should be doing with, with, with the app. Uh, and then supporting them with, the, with ongoing educational content. And what are the, uh, the low carbon um, actions that they can take or, or consider? Um, what is living wage and, and how can they maybe support the living wage next time they're looking for a coffee you know maybe they can use the app to, to look for a living wage cafe so it's just an, an ongoing engagement process and at the end of it or i should throughout that engagement program we can create a dashboard all anonymous of course but celebrating all the good that employees are doing you know 20 percent of your employees are now starting to support a living wage business or or, or cafe um, 40% of your employees have taken a carbon reduction action of reducing their carbon by, by X. So it's, it's really trying to quantify the, 
the good that your employees are, are doing on a, again on a very anonymous basis so you can actually you know see see the, see the results it's not just pushing content out there it's actually you know creating a, a measurable positive impact um, on employees too have you thought about gamifying it because you know people love a bit of competition you know how you know each morning look look i've, I've done better than you uh, you know do you get that sort of sense of 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 friendly rivalry with people you know just using that mechanism to drive change that's a great question because <laughs> within the app itself we, we obviously try to gamify right every single month you're seeing your carbon go up and down um you are seeing where you're comparing to the kiwi average um to to where we are uh, aiming for from a sustainable lifestyle by by, by 2030 so we game gamifying on a personalized level there, there is some hesitation to, to, to um, gamify on a company to company perspective to some degree. Yes. Because as you said, you know, we, we, we want to take the anxiety out of it. We want to make it, you know, these small steps count, you know, every, everything, everything counts. Um, everyone is on their own, own journey and at, at their own pace. So, so yeah, we, we, we kind of, uh, we're careful with the gamifying between companies, but what we do want to do, to, to do is, and, and I go, go back to those insights dashboards we provide, HR or, or corporates who, who you know take on the Kogo Workplace program, we do want them to celebrate and promote that good. So I guess there is a, still a form of, of gamification or competition as other companies celebrate or promote the good that they are creating. Gentle rivalry. Gentle rivalry. <laughs> Gentle rivalry. And look, really, it's it's sort of about a winner. So uh, within the app, you know, uh, does it allow people to to consciously choose? So you, you know, we mentioned the living wage. Choose a living wage cafe. Can you do that from within within the app, or is it just something to trigger you to think actually I'm going to seek some of these businesses out on my my daily walk or or, or through my shopping? I'm going to find those businesses that align more closely with me. Uh, definitely, that is. Uh, uh... We see that as, as the, a bit of an entry point that you, you so you definitely can use the app to look for values aligned businesses it is an area where we're looking to develop a lot more in the in the future we have i think there's around two and a half thousand business locations on on the app already but yeah our goal is to scale that that massively so it's uh uh yeah carbon is definitely our focus today measuring your your carbon and, and pushing to, to kind of lower carbon businesses and options but yes we we really want to expand the good businesses are within the app in the next couple of years. I use it a Marvelous. lot you... to find businesses that align though. Like if I'm organizing a, a team lunch or a team mm -hmm. dinner, um, I'll often jump on the app and sort of look at the restaurants or the, that are in the area and try and find one that, that fits with our values the best that we can. So yeah, you can use it for that. I use it quite a lot for that function. Great, because you know, often the, the most difficult thing is for people to quantify things, to find out the data, you know, you can be told about it, but unless it's there and it's in a really, a really kind of easily accessible kind of um, format, it's, it is actually really hard for ordinary people to go about their day-to-day -day lives and, and try to quantify themselves. What's been the biggest change or the biggest surprise for you, Renee? In... On a personal level. Yeah, just on a personal level, like it's either through, through using the app or the company or something, something where you've kind of gone, oh, I didn't know that or oh I really I'm consciously really going to be aware of whatever it may be yeah absolutely I think awareness is just the the biggest thing there and so like I am quite a good example of someone who was definitely 
when I joined the company on a journey, I of course have people, people are my biggest passion. So people are at the heart of everything I do. And of course I was aware of being, you know, environmentally um, conscious and sort of eating sustainably. I was sort of vaguely aware of it, but the app and obviously the company has really heightened my awareness. So even things like composting, I will admit, I didn't do that before I worked at Kogo. Now I can see how easy it is because I just, walk my little compost <laughs> um, <long> <laughs> I was going to say I could see you you know walking down the streets carrying a little tidy compost thing that hard to cycle with exactly probably you need a little special <laughs> I leave the house, I walk with my little compost thing, and sometimes people think I've brought baking, and I'm like, no, it, it's my compost. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's um, been a huge personal change for me, and again, I think it comes down to what Benji said about not admonishing people for doing wrong, but um, celebrating the little steps that every person can take, no matter your circumstances, you know like having that one vegetarian meal a week, or buying things secondhand that don't need to be new and things like that so yeah definitely um that heightened awareness would be my my answer I think that, that that's such such a good point. You know, the celebrating the small positive changes rather than concentrating on all of the kind of the other things. Hey Benji, how about you? I think it, it's probably the, the data side, maybe a simpler bloke, you know, wanting to see the, the numbers and you know what makes it what makes a difference. So, you know, for example, when we when you look at your, your carbon footprint and it's, and it's broken down into getting around and petrol and, you know, you, you, your diet, you think, oh, you know, eating more vegan meals, is it going to make a difference? Or if I drive less, you know, will it make a difference? Well, it, it's, it's quantified and you can, you know, quite clearly see it. So, you know, at, at a high level, understanding things like about 40% of a household's carbon footprint is, is petrol and transport. And so... For me, you know, biking to work a couple of days a week, catching the catching the, the train, it I can see it, you know, re really quantified. So that 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 has helped me um, be appreciative of the efforts that, that you're making and what we do try and celebrate within the app is that collective impact. You know, even though I may have only you know biked to work, you know, two two days a week, actually as a community, if if we're all doing this or you know a, a specific cohort those small steps actually add up to a, to a hell of a lot. So I guess I've taken out the, the, the data side that, that helps me make my more conscious decisions. Brilliant. You know, and then there's all those other things, those peripheral things, you know, where they say um, in terms of, of brain and brain activity, you know, varying the way that you go to work every day in and of itself is great for, for sort of mindfulness and, and, and wellness as well. So all of those little changes, you, you know, hard to quantify, but they, they are, there within all of that marvelous um where to from here so you've, you've got you've got new zealand going on you're over in the uk what what next for kogo our biggest growth area is actually uh embedding our functionality into banking apps into your native banking apps so you're looking at uh you know at your westpac uh, account for example here's all the dollars coming in and out one click and here's all your carbon. And by the way, you know, you've just spent, you know, here at this, you know, retailer, or you've just spent this amount of petrol. Did you know, um, you know, you could do these things to, to reduce this. So that is our, our biggest uh, growth area. So that's where, you know, as we enter new markets like Australia, we'll, we'll probably, uh, we're hoping to lead with those type of relationships. And the reason is from a impact perspective, suddenly we are accessing, you know, 10, 20, 30% or more of the Australian market, you know, instantly. Um, and, and, and we just see the, uh, 
the impact we can make is just so much larger with these by integrating into someone's everyday banking um, habits. Brilliant little steps, uh, changing everything. Uh, and I suspect you see, you know, a, a really big uptake in people who are looking to to understand what it is they do in their day to day lives and the impact it has. And as I say, that you know, the great thing about the app, um, you know, that 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 wider concept of sustainability, everything from from you know organic sustainable growth, ethical source, living wage, carbon footprint, the whole the whole gamut. You can quantify your life and how it's doing. Benji and Renee from Kogo. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of HR Chats with me, Tereda. So if you are interested in that, have a chat uh, with Kogo. Go online, have downloaded the app for your own personal use. Get amongst it. Be a better person, make a better world, and then share it with people. Um, and likewise, if there is anything that you think that you would like to see us talking about here on HR Chats, then by all means, let HRNZ know. And you can go back, see all of the previous episodes and enjoy those. So for now, from me to Radar at HR Chats, all the very best. Goodbye.